Welcome to the Esther Effect Podcast, a product of Freeman Transformation Academy, LLC, a place where you will be motivated, inspired, and empowered to live because where you started doesn't have to be where you will finish. Today, we are talking about wholeness, the power from within. We have been experiencing a pandemic for such a long time. It's been about two years now, and many of us have been affected from various aspects of our lives. We've been affected emotionally, spiritually, physically. Definitely, a lot of people have been affected financially because of job loss or a cut in wages. Because of social distancing, we can no longer attend birthday parties and family gatherings as we did before. Even church, we're not able to do like we're accustomed to. It's clear that our lives has been interrupted by a pandemic. But I believe that even though we are experiencing an external pandemic, there are some internal pandemics in which we are also facing. And I believe that it's God's desire and design for us to experience healing and wholeness. Some of us have experienced brokenness before coronavirus even started. As God's daughters, we have been created spirit, soul, and body. Our bodies are made up of our nervous system, our senses, our brain, our soul, made up of our personalities, while our heart contains our subconscious and conscious mind. Sis, what caused your brokenness? Was it debt? Was it abuse? Was it sickness? A divorce? Was it some aspect of loss? These are life unfortunate experiences which can cause some form of brokenness within our spirit, within our soul, within our, our bodies. But I do know that there is still hope. Because we have access to an inner power which is so much greater than any external thing that can come up against us. That power is our ability to receive healing, our faith, and our ability to put action on our faith and to press and overcome life's challenges. You know, the Bible speaks about a woman who was bleeding for 12 long years in the book of Mark. I think it's Mark chapter 5. It, it says that she had an issue of blood. She was losing blood. She was losing strength. She was losing life. The story continues by saying that 
this woman attended several physicians, several doctors, several doctors' appointments. She tried all sorts of remedies. If she was alive today, she probably would have been reaching or researching her illness on WebMD. That woman would have been over Google, back and front, trying to find her solutions. I don't know about you or if you've ever found yourself up 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning just researching Google for a solution for whatever it is you might be facing. I have. This woman tried all sorts of medication, going to the doctor, she tried therapy. (sighs) Metaphorically. Some of us are bleeding from our hearts because of those experiences I mentioned earlier. Whether it's debt or divorce, abuse, loss. Some of us are bleeding financially. Some of us are bleeding emotionally. I believe... Wounds, no matter which aspect of us, needs to be addressed. The first step to healing and becoming whole is identifying and accepting that we have been wounded. The woman with the issue of blood heard one day that Jesus was in the neighborhood. She had exhausted all of her money trying to find a cure And I'm sure she was also mentally exhausted. But what encouraged me about this woman was how determined she was to touch Jesus' garment. Did you know the scripture said that she had to physically push through a thick crowd to get to her healing, to get to Jesus? What crowds have you encountered Or what crowds are you currently facing on your way to becoming whole? I want to encourage you to not give up because other people are way ahead of you touching Jesus' garment. There is another story in the Bible, in the book of John, about a man who was lame for 38 years He was lame from birth and for a very long time waited by a pool which was known for its healing powers after the waters were being touched by an angel. And let me just add that the angel was sent from God. He was physically afflicted and couldn't do much for himself. He sat there in that one position every day on the same piece of cardboard or maybe a mat just waiting for someone to give him something to eat or to help him into the pool so he can receive his healing too. Now, I don't know about you, but after a few months, I mean, I would start after a few months or years realizing that folks are getting into the pool before me, 
I probably would change my position. I would roll my way to the edge of the pool. And as soon as that water is being touched, come on, I am rolling right in. I am out here trying to walk again, y'all. <laughs> but I believe after a while, this guy started feeling discouraged. I mean, year after year, the thing that he wanted, other people keeps getting it first. Other people keeps getting to the pool first. All he wanted was to be healed. And he believed that God can heal him because he was placed at the pool. Whether someone brought him there or he rolled his way there, however he got there, he was present at the pool. But every time he tried to get into the pool, someone gets in first. The story is kind of similar to the story with the woman with the issue of blood. They were both sick. But I do see a very big difference. The woman, she didn't give up trying. The man, however... I personally believe that he became discouraged. I believe he started to doubt that he'll ever get healing. And maybe he started to procrastinate. Feelings of laziness probably developed. And maybe, just maybe, at some point, who knows, maybe he started believing that healing wasn't meant for him. Like, I've been trying for such a long time. Why bother? Why try? It's bringing me no progress. I can't depend on anyone to get me into the pool. I was born lame. Maybe this is how I was meant to be. We first begin to back away in our minds. The way we process the goal begins to change. Once our thoughts and feelings about achieving our goal begins to back away, so does our actions. You deserve to experience joy, healing, and victory. What's causing you to back away? Is it the fact that you can literally see other people receiving their healing first? And it seems as if yours is taking forever? Or could it be because you have become comfortable in your current position? I know God wants you to reach for more. I also know that God wants you to be whole and walk again. And I know this because of what follows in this man's, in this guy's story. Jesus approached this guy and asked him a question. Would you like to be made whole? Today, I'm asking you the very same question. Would you like to be made whole? How do we even know if and when we're broken? Sometimes there are no literal or external evidence of blood or inability to walk, like the stories I mentioned. So how can we identify brokenness? My answer to that question is by being aware of the symptoms. 
sometimes because we want to survive life and its harsh experiences, we ignore our feelings. Sometimes we find ourselves ignoring what needs attention so we can continue with life. In some cases, we skip over our brokenness and continue as if nothing happened. We hide. We hide how we truly feel so that we can play the part. And many times we're more focused on playing the part instead of feeling better, instead of receiving our healing so that we can be whole. <laughs> Not wanting to feel any sort of discomfort or abnormalcy, we use temporary covers without addressing the cause. If we pay attention, we may see we may see fear and we might be afraid of pressing through the crowd of frustration and exhaustion. Other symptoms of brokenness can be unforgiveness, feelings of rejection, emotional overspending, addiction, insecurity, control, overeating, condemning yourself and others. These are symptoms of brokenness. The guy at the pool probably felt some of these very symptoms until Jesus showed up. But Jesus asked this guy if he wanted to be made whole. I'm sure with tears in his eyes, he said yes. Because it was probably the very first time someone has ever asked him what his interests were. Probably the very first time someone has ever asked him if he wanted to be well. It was obvious that he was lame, but in my mind, apparently, it wasn't obvious, maybe to him, that he wanted to be healed. Because why would Jesus ask him if he wanted to be made whole if he didn't want it and if it wasn't obvious. So maybe it wasn't that obvious for him, not Jesus. What I love about this story is that Jesus came to where this guy was. And sometimes our situations can make us feel so lame, so crippled, that Jesus will come where we are. Have you ever felt like that? As if, oh, this thing is taking all my strength. I can't do it. Jesus, I need you to come to where I am. You know I love you, but right now I'm kind of lame. And Jesus asked him if he wanted to be healed. And at that moment, being asked that question for the very first time, I believe that his faith and his desire to be whole again was ignited. So my question to you is, how whole are you? How W-H-O-L-E are you emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, and all the other ways you can think about? If you should rate your life on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the best, what would the ratings be? God wants us to be whole, nothing missing, nothing broken.
So my sisters, in your life, what's missing? What's broken? Your honest answer, not the safe or perfect answer. Your honest answer will determine Jesus' next move. I believe we're in a season where the healing power of God is available and accessible. We only need to push through the crowd of fear and rejection, discouragement and guilt. On that journey, we will uncover our inheritance. It might be unpleasant and painful, but one touch of Jesus' garment, pressing in faith, and Jesus still brings healing today. Earlier in the episode, I spoke about some causes of brokenness, and I also mentioned some symptoms of brokenness. To paint a picture, I like to use the example of catching a flu. When trying to bring understanding to emotional and spiritual aspects of our lives in terms of brokenness, how do we know when we have a flu? We first begin to experience symptoms, right? The symptoms are not the flu, but just an indication that we caught a virus. And before the flu can be fully developed, we might begin to sneeze or have a sore throat. So it is with brokenness. There are causes, symptoms, and cures. We can also find a cure, not just for a flu, but for wholeness. Whether it's through the healing power of God, a therapist, an Advil, surgery, or forgiving the person. And yes, there is healing in forgiveness. And I do believe in Advil, by the way. God is aware that when we are torn on the inside, it affects us on the outside. It affects how we operate in relationship, on our jobs. It affects how we see ourselves. It causes us to live a shallow life. It causes us to view God from a limited aspect, from a limited view. And that's one of the main reasons why we live a defeated life. When our God view is distorted, we're unable to see ourselves from a place of power and authority. And this is one of the reasons why becoming whole is so important to God. Not because he is so high and mighty on his throne and he has his, himself upon his mind and wants glory for himself. No, because he has us on his mind and he wants us to win and soar and live life more abundantly. Brokenness was never God's idea. Brokenness was never initiated by God. So let me bring some ease to your mind. Brokenness or pain was never God's idea. God will never, ever lead you to be hurt or broken. That's the lie of the enemy. The devil wants us to believe that. The devil says to us, well, if God loves you, why did he allow it to happen? Well, we do live in a fallen world where stuff do happen and we face consequences. And sometimes in just experiences, some stuff that happened to us, we're not, able, we're not even responsible for them happening, but they happen. But it's not, it's not God's idea for us to walk around and remain broken. He desire for us to be whole in our relationship, in our finances, in our bodies, 
in our mind. So do you see how brokenness can affect us, our present and our future? I believe that we cannot experience total, and I'm saying total, wholeness unless we experience God. And yes, you can experience God in a therapist's office. They help us uncover the hidden things. Becoming whole will require us to, to look for those hidden things. It will require transparency, honesty, vulnerability. But first, it has to be with ourself. We have to learn how to be honest with ourselves and say, I've been hurt, I've been wounded. The way that they treated me hurt me. And I know it's not always easy to confess because many times we believe as long as we don't say that it happened, it doesn't give it power. Sometimes we, we can create our own reality within our minds and we live from the reality we've created within our minds. This is why I said that becoming whole re will require your honesty and transparency. And no, confessing that it happened to you does not give it power. It actually gives you the power because it takes a strong woman to face her wounds. And today you are that strong woman. When you begin to seek help, you will find help. When you begin to seek God and for strategies, how to grow and overcome, you will find him. Just for a second, think of a glass that has fell to the ground and cracked. And there is a chip on the rim of the glass. Now, there is a possibility that it can still hold an amount of liquid. However, it's dangerous to use. It now has the ability to cut someone and whatever content is poured into it will eventually leak out of it. It's cracked. My question to you is, what's leaking out of you? Your fate, your hope, your passion? There is healing. There is wholeness in God. When Jesus said to the woman with the issue of blood, your faith has made you whole, he was really saying, because you didn't give up and you pressed through the crowd, you received healing. You were seeking it and you found it. And today the word still remains that it is by our faith that we will be made whole. We have got to put action on what we believe. We first have got to believe that we were designed for wholeness and greatness. We have first got to believe that it is God's desire for us to be lifted out of brokenness. Today I'm here to encourage you to press through the crowd. It might not be a literal crowd. It might be a physical pain. It might be an illness. When we believe great things will happen, but we have to put action on our fate. Your dedication to becoming whole will be reflected in your actions. <laughs> Keep pressing. Your future depends on it. When we're broken like a chip glass, we have the ability to cut others. We do. We cut. We can cut people with our words and expressions and attitude. And this is why we need to be whole so that our relationships can thrive. 
And if we do not have the solutions, if we do not have the strategies, we can seek them out. If we're broken in our finances, we can ask ourselves some questions. What tools do I need to practice effective money management? Who, who have these tools? What skills do I need? If we have a lack, we need to seek out solutions, practice them, and live life more abundantly. When we are whole, we begin to have a healthier view of self, God, and others. Again, my question to you is, what's broken and what's missing? Are you able to identify the symptoms? Yes, you're doing great, and I'm so proud of you. Now that you've identified the cause and the symptoms, I have a question for you. Sis, do you want to be made whole? Thank you.